This, this is, is the Mike, Mike DJ, DJ Kelly, Kelly podcast. podcast. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Mike Kelly. So here we go. It's time for issue number 21 of the all-new, improved, bigger and better, shorter than short, shabby Mike DJ Kelly podcast show, which we insist you should tell your friends about. Or, to put it another way... So here we go. It's time for issue number 21 of the all-new, improved, bigger and better, shorter than short, shabby Mike DJ Kelly podcast show, which we insist you should tell your friends about. What's happening? I'm waking up and Whitney Houston is in the charts and Radio 2 had the new George Michael single as record of the week. What's happening to me? Am I stuck in some unsavoury soul music time warp? Regardless, let's press on. The 18th was Winston's 7th birthday. A few cards, one extra strength durable doggy toy and a few extra biscuits and all went well. On this week's podcast. This issue includes random thoughts and observations and news stories that the others leave well alone. Coming up, competitions, radio, TV, crack planes, pooing trains, book of dreams and Venice flooding. Who'd have thought? And a whole lot more. So let's crack on. Off we go. Money in the slot. Power on. Key in the ignition. As we head off on another action-packed audio adventure with the Cheaper Than Cheap Black Friday podcast special. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Many years ago, a work colleague told me that if you put Memwith Hill in an email, it would be intercepted and read by faceless bureaucrats. Well, in an effort to boost listenership, I shall be mentioning Memwith Hill, not Harry Hill, in this podcast. If you're not from around here, you might be saying, Memwith Hill? What the flip is that? Well, it's a bit of farmland near Kettlesing, which is where the Queen's Head is. Excellent food and booze. Worth a drive. And depending on which direction you approach from, you will see the vast array of very large white golf ball-like objects that make up Memwith Hill. To quote the Yorkshire campaign for nuclear disarmament, Memwith Hill is one of the United States' most important overseas sees bases playing an integral role in the broader strategy of US global power protection. Nominally an RAF base, it is operated and controlled by the National Security Agency, established in total secrecy by President Truman in 1952. The NSA is responsible for all US signals intelligence activities, essentially the interception of electronic communications, both military and commercial. So now you know. And that's why I'm saying Memwith Hill. Golly gosh. So as ever, not much of quality on TV to watch, but I feel we are descending to a new level with Anton Deck's DNA history. Who would want to watch that? It's less than a year ago that one of them was drunk and crashing in a car. Anyway, at Greg Scott TV on Twitter, he wrote, Dear at Anton Deck, I have a feeling I might be related to Deck. Think about it. We've both been on the telly. We've both eaten potatoes. We've both been babies. I've been to York. You've been to New York. It all adds up. See you soon, bruv. 
If you want to get in touch about anything to do with the Shorter Than Short podcast show, please use either of the following to contact us. Or if you want to send your own stories for the next episode, email cuttings or sound clips to at email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at mikekellydisco. Competition time. Who is this? Born on the 9th of December 1934 in York, she is an English film, stage and television actress. She made her stage debut in 1957 with the Old Vic Theatre Company. She also branched into film work and won a BAFTA award as most promising newcomer. She drew rave reviews for her leading role in the musical Cabaret in 1968. She starred in the TV shows A Fine Romance and As Time Goes By. Her other Oscar-nominated roles include Mrs. Brown, Chocolate, Iris, Mrs. Henderson Presents, Notes on a Scandal and Philomena. I'm missing out one of her biggest roles as that would make it too easy. Who is she? Now just think for a moment. Car windscreen wipers, aren't they clever? Maybe a single blade doing all the work, or two blades moving the same way at the same time, or two blades working the opposite way around, meeting in the middle, or one big blade and one little blade. It's all so clever. This is the shorter and short Talking of cars, on a recent journey in the dark during the monsoon season on the M1, we were travelling north from Leicestershire and I can honestly say it was the worst driving conditions I've ever driven in and it felt so unsafe compared to how it used to be. One long stretch of a journey in Nottinghamshire or Leicestershire saw us driving in torrential rain with masses of surface water and a 40 mile per hour speed limit. If that was not enough, it was a live motorway with all lanes in use, no hard shoulder, the street lighting was not working and for some unknown reason no cat's eyes to mark out the lanes. We passed at least four broken down vehicles which meant overhead signs showing the near side lane as closed. How unsafe. Total bloody nightmare. And on the subject of rain, what's this about Venice flooding? In my mind, that was one of its main features. But no, they say cruise ships and climate change have led to increased water levels and floodings in parts not normally used to seeing water. But it does make you think if Venice is flooded, South Yorkshire and the East Midlands are flooded, and many small islands that are likely to disappear due to climate change, including the likes of Solomon Islands, Maldives, Palau, Fiji, Seychelles, Cook Islands, French Polynesia and Kiribati. But it does make you think, more rain? Where does it go? Where will it go? Do we all have to live on higher ground? And will once scenic riverside properties become a thing of the past? Will we eventually run out of dry land to live on? I did think the jetsetter.com website seems to be living cloud cuckoo land, as its opening line on its website reads as follows. Climate change is no joke, folks. With rising sea levels, coastal soil erosion and increasing global temperatures and extreme swings in weather patterns, a clutch of Earth's most idyllic low-lying islands run at the risk of disappearing in the next 30 years. Time is of the essence, so skip adding them to your later-to-be-lived-out bucket list and plan your getaway now. Not as if jets and cruise liners are contributing to this in any way at all. Anyway, final note on flooding. What can councils do? Building flood alleviation schemes seem to move the problem further down the river. Why can insurance companies refuse to insure properties in flood zones? Why not 
£10 extra for everybody to cover for this, a bit like we do with uninsured drivers. And on that note, why is car insurance so much more than house insurance? My car insurance is now down to a pricey £350 for a 10k car, whereas my house and contents insurance, 300k, is covered for £150. This is the on insurance, how long will it be before we get a new clause in house insurance contracts about opening doors to strangers? I mean that advert for the ring door operating system where the delivery guy with the parcel turns up, person sees him on phone carrying large box, opens the door for him. Would not take too much effort to look like a delivery person and start targeting homes with these systems, get the owner to open the door and then take what you want. Golly gosh! Interestingly, the Reverend Richard Communard Coles on Twitter says it is 40 years ago since hairy biker Dave Myers was working as a TV makeup artist and painted the white stripe on Adamant's face for his TV appearance. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Also on Twitter, Kate Lister, a university lecturer from around here and owner of the Whores of Your com website said me and my parents were talking about a specialist sock company no computer or phone searches but next time she went on facebook she received a targeted advert for the same socks how does that happen please do get in touch about anything to do with the podcast show please use either of the following to contact us especially if you want to send stories or sound bites to us email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on twitter at mike kelly disco you can always get the mike dj kelly podcast by going to itunes or spotify and searching mike dj kelly or you could send a text to your friends and warn them about the shorter than short podcast I'm sure it's not just Leeds, but do we have a national drinks problem? When I drive home at 11pm on a weekend evening, the city centre streets are crammed full of large parties of people getting drunk. When I go through Hyde Park and Headingley, the road is full of drunken people in fancy dress on the Otley Run, drunk and heading to the final few pubs before going on to nightclubs. When I'm on an early shift at the weekends, I come across crowds of people coming out of nightclubs and urinating by the roadside. Don't get me wrong, I've drunk all my life. It just seems more extreme these days and on an industrial scale. Is, is that, that true? My favourite Christmas ad so far is for Marks and Sparks jumper advert, where everyone is moving around to House of Pain. Jump, jump jump around worst by far is the book of dreams which is an advert for argos and their catalogue what sort of bloody dreams are these now here's a tasty story according to the guardian a pledge to end the dumping of human waste on rail tracks in england and wales by the end of the year will no longer be met network rail and train firms have admitted in 2017 the department for transport had said all franchisees would compel firms to ensure trains had modern toilets but several operators have now applied for exemptions labor said it was totally unacceptable that railway workers continue to endure 
such unsanitary conditions in the 21st century. East Midlands Railways, whose contract was awarded to Abella only this year, may not phase out some offending rolling stock until 2023, it has emerged. It has been given permission to continue dumping sewage on the track from fast trains running between London St Pancras to cities including Nottingham and Sheffield. Others still believe to be operating trains that dump excrement on tracks include Northern, West Midlands, ScotRail and Transport for Wales. A West Midlands spokesman said that non-compliant toilets on older trains would be locked and out of use from the end of the year. The shorter than short podcast view is that you could be caught short if trains have locked toilets. Today's do-gooders are Yorkshire's denim for dementia. If you want to know more, tweet at Faye G. Mitchell. That's F-A-Y-E-G-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L. Faye's mum, Carol Mitchell, was 64 when she was diagnosed with dementia six years ago. And Faye has had to live with the heartbreak of her children, five-year-old Summer, and Taylor Six, never knowing the woman their grandma used to be. They have never known their once bubbly caring grandma or had sleepover at hers, says Faye of Pudsey. It's such a cruel disease. Imagine going to see your loved one and they look at you like a complete stranger. People tend to think dementia is something that happens to older people, but mum was only 64. There are people in their 30s who have it. And it's not just a case of being forgetful, wondering where you've put your keys it's a disease of the brain and it affects everything your ability to walk eat drink and communicate Faye contacted the Alzheimer's Society and came up with an idea it started with a dress down day at my children's school Pudsey Waterloo Primary I printed off all the posters and we held it in January this year the children and teachers wore denim for the day in return for a pound donation to the Alzheimer's Society it was great and we raised £12,500 much more than expected Then I thought, why stop with just one school? And after approaching a number of other schools and businesses, it has now snowballed. I'm now organising another day for the 24th of January next year, and I've got many schools confirmed and about 70 businesses involved. We've got hair salons, travel agents, doctors, surgeries, care homes. The response has been overwhelming. If your school or business wants to get involved, tweet at Faye with an E, Faye G. Mitchell, or search for Pudsey Denim for Dementia. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. On the TV, who are the celebrities on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here? Keep seeing the Calgon advert where supposedly washing machines live longer with Calgon. I'm tempted not to believe the advert due to its poor quality of being a foreign advert dubbed with an English voice. Anyway, does Calgon work? If you search for the answer, this is what you get. The short answer is, clearly, the products must work as advertised. They will help prevent lime scale, but you shouldn't really need anything other than washing machine detergent if you use it correctly. Washing machines can last longer with Calgon, but that doesn't mean they can't last longer without it either. Is Is that that true? Listen to Absolute Radio recently, and the presenter said his name in every link. 
There should be a law about presenters saying their own name had to turn him off in the end. Are you still wearing your Fitbit to measure your daily routines? What do you do with the data it provides? More importantly, now Google have bought Fitbit, what will they do with your data? I saw an advert for the Meatless Farm that specialises in making items that look like meat products but do not contain meat. Is it me? If you don't want to eat meat, do you want to eat something that looks like meat. Interestingly, I see that to make a litre of almond milk takes more water than it does to produce a litre of cow's milk. You might recall in the last potty I mentioned that Robert Peston in one of the ITV special news shows from the lawn at Westminster when he was heard to say the wrong word instead of Brexit. He said breakfast and acted like it was an error and a mistake. But was it? I went on to say if you were going for breakfast, you would know immediately what you wanted including in the deal. But what's happening now? BJ, speaking during the launch of the Conservative Party's general election campaign in Birmingham, said he would whack the withdrawal agreement bill in the microwave. Breakfast? Microwave? What's going on? So crack planes it is. Dozens of older Boeing 737 planes have been grounded worldwide after inspectors found cracks in a part that connects the wings to the fuselage. The manufacturer said cracks in the so-called Pickle Forks is the latest problem to hit Boeing, which is mirrored in a crisis over its grounded 737 MAX planes after two fatal crashes. The inspections were conducted after Boeing warned about the issue and the Federal Aviation Administration ordered inspections within a week for aircraft that that had flown more than 30,000 flights and for aircraft between 26,000 and 29,999 cycles within a thousand flights. Boeing said that more than a thousand planes met the condition for the inspections and less than 5% qualified for repairs. The repairs cost at least $275,000 for both wings, according to aviation consulting firm IBA. Let's guess the song. Yep, it's competition time, but no prizes. What is the song that these lines are from? Rows and rows of disused milk floats standing dying in the dairy yard, and hundreds of lonely housewives clutch empty milk bottles to their hearts. Name the song and the artiste. If you want to get in touch with this top-rated, much-listened-to podcast, please contact by email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at MikeKellyDisco. Indeed, if you want a podcast making for your business or need any help with radio producer or presentation work, please get in touch. And if you enjoyed listening, please do tell your friends. Mentioned last time about the keto diet book I've been reading and that to keep looking young, I need to add bone broth protein powder to my daily drinks. Well, I did buy some. I thought it was powder I was ordering, but it turned out to be a packet of liquid organic chicken soup that cost nearly £15 for one portion. Must remember to read the small print in future. Okay, time to go. Guest to celeb, born on the 9th of December 1934 in York. She is an English film stage and television actress. She made a stage debut in 1957. She starred in the TV shows A Fine Romance and As Time Goes By. She rose to international fame as M in GoldenEye, a role she continued to play in James Bond films until Spectre in 2015. Who is she? Dame Judith 
Olivia Dent. So what was the song that contained this line? Rows and rows of disused milk floats stand dying in the dairy yard, and a hundred lowly housewives clutch empty milk bottles close to their hearts. Name the song of the artiste? Well, it was Paul Weller, The Jam, and a town called Malice. That's all we have time for in this edition of the Crazy Shorter Than Short Shabby Podcast Show. From me, Mike Kelly, thank you for listening. And remember, you can always find the podcast by searching or shouting Mike DJ Kelly Podcast. This, this is, is the, the Mike, Mike DJ, DJ Kelly, Kelly Podcast. Podcast. This is the Mike, Mike Kelly, Kelly Podcast. Podcast. Mike Kelly.